This is Lori Koppelman. Thank you for joining us for the 22nd episode of the Clutter Chronicles podcast, One Woman's Journey Through Stuff. Last time, we finished processing through the aftermath of my epic visit to Mary's house. Today, we get to hear about Mary's recent breakthrough experiences. It's some good news today, friends. Oh, Mary, it's good to be back with you. It's been a little while. I don't know how long, a couple weeks at least. Yeah. And you texted me yesterday and said, a lot's happened. Yeah. And so, thankfully, we were both able to get together today, because of course I'm really curious what's been going on, (laughs) and uh, you just told me that you hadn't listened to our last conversation, so... I remember what I talked about. (laughs) And and that's okay. So let's just take it from um, what's been going on lately. I know, um, just a brief recap, um, we were processing my visit to your house. Oh, yes. And then at the end of that, you were talking about how you were going to try to load up a bunch of stuff because of the new impending doom of the snow and the weather. And so that's where we left off last okay. time. Okay. Um, so I have a friend that is just, um, entering into this world of discussion about hoarding. And, um... What do you mean by that? Well... She's a hoarder or he's a hoarder? She's recognizing that she... Excuse my stomach. She... (laughs) It has something to say. Um, she's recognizing that she had, has a tendency to hoard. But the difference is that she has a huge house. So it's hidden. Okay. And she's the one who had me come and help her with her closet. And then was so excited about it, she posted on Facebook and said, anyone who wants help, message me and I'll connect her, connect you with her. Which is what gave me my first job of helping someone who was struggling. Well... The reason I bring her up is that she helped a, a man, and I won't go into too many details, but she helped a man with his house, and then um, I I just felt this need to stay away from it, um, just from past experience of what she was talking about. It just sounded to me like it would be bigger than um, bigger than what I'm ready to deal with, and um, it it was like she was cleaning the house before he was. Um, done filling it. So I just didn't know if the house would get filled again. And now she contacted me within a um, week of the last two weeks and asked me to help her consider helping clean out this man's condo. And I said I would not agree to it until I saw it. And when I saw it, it was in such a... Um, it it is it it's it was beyond what I could do by myself. I would have needed a team of people to help me clean this out. So this is a clean out. This is not sorting through stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I was flabbergasted at how quickly I could recognize I can't come in and save the day, hmm. which is what I used to do, which is what would bring stuff to my house, which would add to my inability to um, fix my own problems. So I'm taking on other people's problems as if I'm helping. And um, 
I put up such a boundary. I said to her, um, this requires a true professional as in bring a service in to clean it out. Um, I'd be willing to help if there were other people, but I really think this is beyond my abilities. But it had such effect on me that I said to her, and impending doom is coming on Friday, and I need to get to my garage. Mm. So I literally got up and left and went to my garage. Mm. And um, I started tossing stuff <laughs> that uh, I, like like the structures I was tossing. Like we have this shelf that is metal with um, wood, plywood that you you, you can adjust mm-hmm. and um, the metal was rusting and the wood has been um, stained by oil. I mean, it's a garage. That's what happens. And um, I decided, you know what? It's been good enough for me. It's not good enough for me. It's ugly. I want it gone. And I took it apart. And it was a lot of effort to do that. And I took a s- space beside my garage and um, loaded anything that would have to go to the dump not recycling, mm-hmm. dump, which has always been my last resort. Hmm. Yeah. And this was my first resort. Wow. Like, I was uh, I was on fire. And um, I was excited, and I was happy, and then, of course, I can't do it all. So I did what I could, and I got it on the side of the garage, and then we had our snowstorm. And what precipitated this is I needed to get um, my husband's stuff from the back of the garage to the front of the garage, which would include the snowblowers, because <laughs> he needs access to them. And um, most people would just toss everything, but no, I shifted around. And um, I was trying to be like most people. I was trying to quit this shifting. So I ended up making a huge pile, and um, I'm quite excited about it. And I also wanted to put that pile there so my husband could see it. Mm-hmm. And he's also been trying to get access to his truck because he's got some stuff that he wants to get to the dump. So that's our next thing. It's waiting. Okay. But I still had the stuff in my trunk that had to go. I took all the metal from those shelves and stuffed them in the trunk. And I, I that trunk was so full that when I went to the center, they kind of scowled at me, mm. <laughs> which is good. <laughs> <laughs> so I got rid of a whole bunch of electronics and a whole bunch of metal. And um, then I refilled it and couldn't get to the recycle center till today. So I'm going to jump ahead um, and we'll have to go back. But... Today, I just did a huge, huge load, which was the results of that one day of mm. of progress. And mm. it was like opposite Mary was at, was at work. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So I, I was pretty excited about it. And it was really interesting is um, you, you almost need like the okay and... I haven't been able to give myself the okay for whatever reason, whatever resistance I was hitting. But that day where I got to go to that house and see that, even though I knew it's a different situation, we are all so close to that. Even even a tornado 
it's out of our control. And I just, I just, I want things gone. And so when I was at the recycle center today, they said, how did you get all this in there? <laughs> like, is it like a, like the um, game where you open it up and the clowns pop out, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and it was like that. I'd open up the trunk and things would fly out because <laughs> I was like shoving it in there. And I said, I am on such a mission to get rid of stuff. I would throw out my car if I didn't need it to get home. Mm. I want things gone. Mm. Oh, my gosh, man. <laughs> so something has shifted. Yeah. Something, this battle it has begun. Mm-hmm. So all this time I thought I was fighting the battle. I think I was winning little, little, little bits of it, but now I'm in the full war. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so, the skirmishes. Yes. But now <laughs> Testing you're, in, it out. you're at the front right, now. Right. If we're going to use that analogy. Right. <laughs> exactly. And uh-huh. I know what the enemy is. Uh-huh. I'm on to it. Mm-hmm. Yes, you have sized <laughs> this one up from all angles. <laughs> you know all their ploys yep. and tactics. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm, I'm feeling pretty excited and... Um, it, it's a different, it's a different feeling than um, hope. It's more like action, mm-hmm. and um, hope in action maybe, but um, it's beyond the light of the end, light in the end of the tunnel. It's like I'm, I'm, I can just, I'm at the end of the tunnel, and um, I can feel it. It's just this momentum. I, I don't know how to explain it, mm-hmm. but it's like I'm crossing over another threshold that's illuminating um, the, the the silliness. And um, today was a good example because I was gathering the stuff and I found this one bag, I don't know, interesting, and I thought, well, maybe I could use that for a particular recycling. No, that needs to be recycled itself. It all needs to go, and you don't need to be adding to things to keep for different reasons. So I'm catching it while I'm in the mm-hmm. midst of it. Mm-hmm. And I've already decided that if it's something I like, it's suspect. <laughs> 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 that it's it's trying to derail my mm. my progress. And so um in the midst of this, this woman that I've helped in the past called We Connected and I went and helped her. This is mm. another person who's struggling with stuff. And um, it's it just such a... It's therapeutic, I think, for both of us. Like, she gets to hear it from someone who's just a little further along the line. Right. And I get to, to say, this is what helped me. And we're not so different. Mm. And she doesn't know. She hasn't been to my house. Sure. So, of course, anyone who's in this thinks everyone else is in control. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's not true. You, you know, you've, you've, you've seen that where you know me outside of the house and I'm a different person in my house. So um, it's been very rewarding to, to help her. And it's it's kind of like benchmarks. It's like it's helping me recognize how far I've come. And so we just sat and discussed for a while papers and how they beat us Mm -hmm. and how they rule us Mm -hmm. and how do you take back the power. And, you know, 
I was telling her my analogy of, uh, uh, let's say, a quote-unquote normal house that has what you need in it. You you typically would have a junk drawer. Mm-hmm. And it's just because there are certain things that just don't need to be categorized. You just need a place to put it. And it's a natural place where you'd go up and you'd find that scissors or you'd find that tape. But if you have five million of whatever, a junk drawer isn't going to suffice. It ends up being your house. Mm-hmm. And... It's it's this normalcy that you're craving where you need a place for everything. And when you have too much stuff, you're creating places. So it's outside of the junk drawer, it turns into a box. And that box is the moving junk drawer. Well, then how many junk drawers of boxes do you need? And really comes down to what is more important, sanity or stuff. And the papers are the same thing. And it was it was really interesting. We just had this kind of conversation where we connected, and she went wild. Mm. She just picked up each paper and threw it out or figured out where it went, and she only had, like, three places for it to go. Mm-hmm. And we cleared that couch. It wow. was awesome. Wow. <laughs> mm. Holy crap. It was... It, and it's like energy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So... Oh, that's awesome. When was that? Um, that was the day before Thanksgiving. Okay. So, um, and it wasn't, I, and what's interesting about that is I was fighting my own resistance. I don't want to go, oh, it's snowing. Oh, the weather's bad. You know, all these things. And it's like, what is this? You want to help her. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it's just, it's just really interesting. So I fought through that. And she ended up needing me for five hours, so it worked out well. Sometimes mm-hmm. she she runs out of steam after three, mm-hmm. but um, it it was rewarding, and it it's kind of like um, I'm getting a taste of what I could be doing once I free up my time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people come to you. <laughs> it's weird. Uh huh. You've so, helped her before, you said? Yes, I've helped her before. And I had helped her the Sunday prior. So we, okay. I, we had done two. Um, it, it's kind of funny because uh, I I agreed that we could get together Sunday. And right before I left, I thought, you know, I should bring my boots and my um, my jacket just in case she wants to work outside. And it turns out that's what she wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a connection mm-hmm. with her. and. Mm-hmm. And in many ways, she's, she's so much further than me where she can just do it. And that ends today's Chronicle. After walking with Mary through some tough times, it was really fun to hear her get lit up and make some progress, wasn't it? You can help support the show by becoming a patron at patreon.com. We appreciate any and all contributions to the project. You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, and on Twitter at Cluttercron. It isn't a show without my brother Michael Koppelman's gorgeous music. You can find his music and more on lowlife.com, L-O-L-I-F-E dot com. Thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned to find out what happens next on Clutter Chronicles. Clutter Chronicles.